Hello? Who's this? It's the Nine's Purpose Podcast. Welcome to the show, Duncan. Hey. What's up? Hey, look, it's Nathan, too. He's here, too. Great. Wow. Well, today, uh, Mr. Nathan has a special quote for us. He's going to read it off. Yep. All right. If you would not be forgotten as soon as you are dead, either write something worth reading or do something worth writing. It's written by Ben Franklin. I think he's he actually, uh, he probably followed followed through with this quote there. Yeah. As, as in, he both wrote and did stuff worth writing about. Easy for him to say. Yeah, I know. You know <laughs> I know. Real. Um, but he definitely, like, like, I feel like this quote's honestly, like, that's got some power to it. It's mm-hmm. got some oomph to it. Like, it makes you want to go out and yeah. get shit done. It makes you want to get, get your life on track right now. Both um, of these things are very hard. Yeah. Yes. Well, it's like when our history teacher back in high school, he'd talk about, like, King Tut or, like, these 14-year-olds who were r- running empires. He's like, and what are you guys doing with your life? Yeah. Do you think it's easier now or back then to, like, pull, like, a Napoleon, you know? <laughs> yeah. What, do you, what do you think? Is it easier now or is it easier then? Well, I think about all the quotes that we've used, you okay. know? And, like, there have been some people who are anonymous, you know? And, like, I don't think that the anonymous people are, like, hi- historically old. You know, because a bunch of our quotes that are anonymous are using like modern English. Mm. So I think that, you know, maybe we're not going to be the founders of like some new country. We, we're probably not going to create like the next like Neuralink or create flying cars or something. The odds are we're not going to do that. But I think that to apply this quote to like most people is you can change what's going on in at least your uh eminent sphere right you can make mm-hmm. people remember when, when you die you know pe- like you can have a big funeral you, yeah. you can make sure that you can fill the church that you know is hosting your funeral i think the the best way that's going to apply to most people is to leave a lasting impact on a community you love whether mm-hmm. that's a educational community or your hometown community or your religious community leaving some sort of emotional physical monetary impact on them mm-hmm. and long lasting way to have a legacy behind you i think is one of the best things yeah um it's definitely says you know the quote in general just means like take charge mm-hmm. you know take charge of your life you know get get your goals that you want to do done either and i mean he says in the case of write something worth reading i mean he's also you know, turning towards the, you don't actually have to do it. I mean, you could write like J.R.R. Tolkien. Mm-hmm. We all know about Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit. And yeah. like, there's an entire world he built that we know about. He didn't, he didn't like do something exceptional in real. I mean, yeah. Like writing that was exceptional yeah. and he was a great professor as well, but he was able to write that. And that is well worth reading. Mm-hmm. And, and everyone knows in a lot of English classes, read it because it's a classic, mm-hmm. but and there's that facet, there's the artistic um, facet of like create a painting. Mm-hmm. Like, like we, we know a lot of artists just because of their leftover paintings, not because yeah. they did anything otherly extraordinary, like mm-hmm. conquer, like, like um, Alexander the Great. We know about him because he conquered most of the known world at the given time, not yeah. because he wrote, wrote it down, you know, but, and so and the same thing with Socrates. Socrates, you know, was was essentially a prophet of his time with with very very influential ideas. I mean, there's a reason why when you look at Greek philosophy, it's pre-Socratics and yeah. 
post-Socratics and Socrates. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. that's literally the defining, like, he's the defining point of Greek philosophy. Socratic seminar? Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's where that training comes from. But he's saying, like, you don't have to be all that, but just do it to the best of your ability. And, you know, because if you do something great, someone's going to write it down, you know? Like Socrates. Socrates didn't write any of his works down. Plato did. Yeah. And so, you know, that's, in, that's important, you know? Yeah, and you know, it oftentimes doesn't even take that much talent or skill or effort to do something of like a little bit of renown, especially in a community. I think of like I remember there was some issue with like the school board in Virginia. And school boards, you know, the people who show up to those meetings is like two Karen's and, and a puppy dog. You know, yeah. like no one shows up to those. And so if you want to change something, show up to the school board meeting, you know? Like yeah there's not that many people to contend with and then you change something and maybe you change something for the better. You know, you, you get your voice heard, you get your concerns heard. And then all of a sudden, boom, you change something. And maybe a lot of people like that. And that's one of the ways that you can, you know, have an effect on, on the rest of the world around you. And if everyone does this, you know, maybe we'll eventually find what works the best. Another way uh, you could look at this is um, with that, more small town application is you can build the community that you want to be around for the rest of your life. And mm -hmm. after you like something long lasting, like if there's a program or organization that you find lacking in your area or like where you want to live or like for the people that you want to have access to it, build that community. And that could just be a, a book club or I don't know if you wanted to form some of wider club or community to support people in different programs but just that sense of creation, keeping it running and building it in a way that is running after your life. I think it's amazing. Like, you know, with this is bad. I don't know her full name, but Bonnie, Bonnie Clyde, what Clyde, 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 Bonnie Clyde, you know, yeah. she formed the, the universe. Was she alive when the university was formed or was it still the night school? Oh, not Bonnie Clyde, Bonnie Clyde. Talking about the the woman, oh Bonnie, Bonnie Cone, 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 there's Cone. a Cone Center. Yes, Cone Center. we we go to UNC Charlotte. Yeah, um, yeah, I feel bad now. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know Bonnie Cone. I can't remember if she was alive or not. Whenever it's like a full on University of North Carolina at Charlotte, but she, she helped. Yeah, okay, so she was. So she helped guide it from such a small thing, helping people to a larger thing that helps people even outside the state of North Carolina to come yeah. and get a good education. You know, so just building something wherever you want your community to thrive in whatever area you want it to is a great thing that will help get notoriety for that community and leave a legacy behind for yourself. Well, like, um, I, I know like a real world, world example of, you know, we're talking small and we're talking pedantic. There's, there's a guy named Matthew Mercer and he is known as a voice actor, but also he plays Dungeons and Dragons and his his initial experience with Dungeons and Dragons was crap. Okay. He hate, he hated the way the dungeon master played the game. And so what he did was he, he said, I am going to be better than this and I will make an experience that is better than this. And so now he has created this channel called critical role in which a bunch of voice actors sit around and play Dungeons and Dragons. And you know, who would want to watch a bunch of voice actors play Dungeons and Dragons? Well, 1.5 million people want to watch every episode that they have. You know, they have about 346 hours of content out there and every hour gets about 1.5 million viewers. Mm -hmm. And that, that's kind of a small thing that, that they started, right? Because it was just a bunch of friends recording, 
you know, them playing a board game and yet they have impact. And, and not only do they sit around and play Dungeons and Dragons, but they do charities. They do A26LA. They do all these other things like for local places in order to raise money for good causes. And that's a great example of just like, you know, if you think it's pedantic, it's probably not. You know, just because it seems small doesn't mean that it's not worth doing. And oftentimes I think that it's the small stuff that is the most worth doing because it's easier to change the small stuff. If you want to change something institutional, sometimes it's worth it. But oftentimes it's just better to try and affect the area around you because it's kind of like paying it forward. You know, if you affect the people closest to you, then they can go and affect the people closest to them. And then mm-hmm. that it, it just um, spreads out, grassroots. you know, and it's a grassroots movement and it oftentimes is better and works a lot faster. Mm-hmm. It's, it tends to work in a lot of, it's got a better output kind yeah. of deal. Like it tends to form itself in a better, better light than it would have if it was mm-hmm. like an authoritarian switch yeah. of some sort. So the quote definitely helps you get this like this realization of legacy and the, the fact that like if you want if you want to be remembered if you want a legacy if you want a legacy after your death if you want people to remember you we got to do something i mean like like there's not a whole lot of people in this life that do nothing and are still remembered for it i mean there's a handful of them and a lot of times it tends to be like oh being born into this family you know very very small amount of people and chances are they're not as known as the people in their family that took advantage of that position to mm-hmm. get, get well more renowned. And so on top of that, it's also like, well, how much do you want to be known after your death? Like how much, how much renown do you want? So how far are you going to strive? You know, like, like in the case of critical role, again, 1.5 million people. Yeah. There are, you know, 8 billion people on this planet. <laughs> yeah. 1.5 million is like, I mean, that's one eight, one in 8,000 people, mm-hmm. hypothetically, should know about Critical Role. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, do you meet 8,000 people a day? <laughs> you know, like, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, like it's in a rare off chance that mm-hmm. that happens. And so, you know, it's like, yeah, you can, there's also the limiting factor of the quote. It's like, you're going to have to work pretty, pretty damn hard to be mm-hmm. very, very, very well known. Like, like Elon Musk. When Elon Musk dies, his legacy is going to be absolutely damn huge. Yeah. Like, just absolutely fucking huge. Mm-hmm. And so, understanding that, because he's changed a lot of things. He's actually been very, very revolutionary, especially in the past five years. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, there are entire markets that involve on Elon tweeting. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. mean, like, uh-huh. and, and so, like, that's a lot of influence. That's like, there will be a lot of power that, that will be remembered. That will yeah. be written down. That's something, you know, he did something worth writing about. And so you don't need that. You don't, you don't, that's not the kind of renown that everyone needs. Mm-hmm. It's the, you know, the, you, you definitely want to be remembered by your family. You know, you definitely want to be remembered by the small groups and then you work out to, you know, the comfortable amount of legacy that you want to have. And, and, and in another, that there's also the you probably shouldn't do that for the legacy it's just mm-hmm. it's a it's something you should think about something you should consider that it's a byproduct gonna, it's a byproduct of the work that you want to do getting done mm-hmm. do the work to your best of your ability and, and i mean sometimes you, you do the best of your work and, and your legacy might be smaller than some people who did less work than you that mm-hmm. doesn't matter you know like it's still like as long as you did what 
your goals were. I mean, as long as your life was successful and filled with purpose and you felt it was a life worth living, then mm-hmm. go for it, you know? I think it boils down to, honestly, um, having the people that support it in your life remember you fondly. Like, just people, ha- ba- like, having, like, base level, like, good memories and, like, good impressions of you in your lifetime while you're going out and doing things that matter to you and especially like the events that matter to you like if you're known as a charitable person because of your involvement in um, a charity that helps elderly people in the community like being known for stuff like that's great and some people like don't need or don't have the ambition to be known by that but you know i feel like the average person wants to be known by their family members as like a caring brother father or other female adjectives or nouns <laughs> yeah yeah um and then there's also just like you know we're all at this university to get a degree you know and for the most part one of the best ways to build a legacy is through your occupation you know i'm personally going to be probably either a structural or environmental engineer that's focusing on like dams and bridges and so i will literally have a physical legacy you know, my job, I will leave things behind. I, I will leave structures behind. And I will know that these are things that I contributed to help make for the benefit of mankind. Um, and so, you know, for some people, depending on what, what their major is, the stuff that they leave behind might not be that concrete. But still, like, in your job, take pride in what you do. But you will be living behind concrete. Yes. <laughs> um. <laughs> Like, yeah, 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 I am, I am leaving behind concrete, but, um, you know, even if you're a business major, you know, make sure that, you know, what you're doing helps your company succeed because oftentimes, even in America, even in capitalism, you know, the best for humanity is that everything works as efficient as possible because it just helps the world go around and all of the good things that can happen, happen easier when everything is running smoothly. Yeah, what I think business majors like you know, or anybody, I think the ability to start a company, yeah, in America is insane and should be taken advantage of more often because just building these companies that you care about and taking care of them and building them where they're successful and can help people if you build it high enough to be able to like sponsor charities and stuff, or if it's a product or a company that helps people or like a nonprofit, I think that's that's crazy cool yeah that is cool i mean you're literally by building a company you're building a legacy i mean you're building both whether it's an online shop or a brick and mortar building and selling product i mean it's a it's a legacy and you're building that you're starting that legacy And, and like think about like ford like started by henry ford that company is over 100 years old i mean like it's got company legacy and each of the individual owners of that company are well-known, well-renowned. And so all of them have had a family history building along with the company. And so like their legacy is also tied to the business. And so, I mean, they did that through the American system of building a company. And that's a great thing to take advantage of. Yeah. So I I think leaving a legacy behind just involves building, whether that's building a huge corporation one day or bridges and dams like Duncan, or it could be as small as building new relationships. Yeah. Or like, like moving your family, like in a lot of cases, like think about the legacy for, I know for a lot of us, like our family is from a certain area. Right. And our family just tends to stay there. You know, there's a legacy of your family being 
in that region. And so if you're the person that moves your family, well, I mean, you're the first person to move, you know, mm-hmm. like if your family decides to stay there in that area and grow in that place, then, then you are the, I guess, kind of like the founder of that sect yeah. of the family. Yeah. You know? Cause you'll still have family elsewhere, but that group, you know, that's, that's important. That's legacy to your family, legacy and attachment to the land as well. So, or the location. And like, if you're the first person to um, go to college, you know, if you're, the, mm-hmm. if you're the first person in your family to ever go to college, that's huge. Because the thing is, is if you go to college and you get a degree and you get a successful job, the odds of your, of your, your children, your offspring, having the ability to go to college increases it exponentially, you know, not, not only because you have money and most likely a stable household, but also they have inspiration. Now they know someone who has gone to college and been successful. And sometimes that's what people need. And so, you know, that's your legacy too. It's that you, you did everything right or you did some things right. And so everyone can look at what you did right. And then catapult from there. I think there's also the facet of um, don't don't be afraid to pick up someone else's legacy. So like in your family, you know, if, you know, your great grandfather started something, you'd be the fourth person to receive that right from your grandfather, father to you. Well, if if that's the grand, great grandfather that had it, well, whatever, besides the point, right, you're the fourth person to receive it. You know, toting that stone is also an honorable you will leave behind a legacy because like, like in the case of once again, Ford, I mean, like you probably don't know Henry Ford's son and grandson as much as the original Henry Ford that started the company, but that is still a noble and legacy, you know, building position to hold and to essentially build the dream that they had as well. Cause I mean, they started it for a reason, you know? And so if it's an honorable and noble goal, then, you know, you can take after that as well. Right. And so it's not always just start your own thing, build your own legacy kind of deal. It's a, you know, maybe build your family's legacy. They built the Ford family legacy. So when you hear the last name Ford, you think of the, the cars, the American car company. All right, guys. So if there's anything that I think you can take away from this week, it's that you should do everything in life to the best of your ability. and do it do it not only for the benefits you'll re- reap from directly doing those actions but for the actions that fall into place because of that and also the legacy you'll leave behind and the future you'll build you know so do it um for honor and uh do it for the benefits that you your children and other people in your community will will reap from uh your work and uh your goals We'll see you next time. See you. Goodbye.